This is Destiny, and you're listening to the Life-Hearted Sessions, where we create moments of meaningful conversation about navigating the issues of life and matters of the heart, filtered through faith and godly perspective. Join in and let's uncover, understand, and learn from our everyday experiences. Welcome back to another episode of the Live-Hearted Sessions podcast. This is episode 5 of season 2 and if it's your first time listening to this podcast, Karibu Sana, you're very welcome. Thank you for listening. And if you're back here, welcome back to another Live-Hearted conversation. So how are you guys doing? Um, You know, this week has generally, and this season that we're in currently, it's been a bit overwhelming for some. I know it has been for me. A lot has been happening, you know, from the rise in COVID-19 cases and lives lost and injustices around the world that seem to be never ending. Um, And when it comes to women and sexual gender-based violence, for example, the devastating story of Velvin Kinyanjui Vesh, you know, who was brutally raped and murdered. I mean, all these things are enough to to have you either extremely angry, discouraged, or even, you know, you're just confused, you know, to be honest, and scared, even as a woman, as to what the society has come to now. I mean, these things are not new, you know, but yeah, there's just something that it's it can be a lot. It can be a lot on your mind. It can be a lot to process, um, but it's really encouraging to see people speaking about these issues and giving a voice to these stories that more often than not, they will go unheard. You know, they'll go unnoticed and hard or we will quickly forget about them. But yeah, it's great to see that, you know, people are talking about these things and conversations are being heard, are being had. People may tell you, people may say that it doesn't make a difference. You know, this doesn't do much. But I believe even the smallest of things, even the smallest of effort it does make a difference and i know we cannot solve each and every problem that is going on in the world but i do believe that we can make a difference one way or another and it has to start with you and me yeah we always think that it is someone else's problem um someone else's burden but i believe especially as a christian for me i I, i'm always burdened with god what can i do you know what can i do what is my role how can i be salt and light in this in this generation in this fallen world that so desperately needs you that is so desperately crying out for hope you know for love for light you know what can i do and for me i just believe in using the little that you have um just doing the little that you can to be able to to make an impact wherever you are you know i don't know what being salt and light looks like to you looks like for you but that's for you to just ask yourself you know how can you be salt and light in the world around you Um, and so my prayer is that Velvin and her family and countless other women who you probably don't even know about will get the justice they so rightly deserve because it's not okay and it will never be okay injustice will never be okay we are called to speak against it and to defend those who cannot defend themselves to use our voices for the voiceless you know and yeah 
So I pray that wherever you are, you are encouraged because by the grace of God, we are still here. I am so thankful I am still here by the grace of God. I did not take that for granted. And we are still celebrating women, you know, amidst everything. We are still celebrating women. We are highlighting their inspiring stories and the impact they're making. And this week, we feature an incredible woman who I really admire and who actually uses her voice, is using her voice to sing and to speak against this societal issues in regards to women. And you'll hear more about that in a few yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is the amazing and phenomenal Libby Ndambo. So I first met Libby while we were in campus. And one thing I can say that stood out for me was her passion and consistency in everything she she would do and she still does until today she does everything with all her heart and that is so has always been so inspiring and so moving for me and i'm so excited for you to hear her story um and so let me allow you to listen in as libby expresses herself shares her experiences and why she passionately believes in the power of using your voice My name is Libine Dambo. Um, my those are the names that people know me um, in terms of like stage name. But my full names are Libby Agneta Kigenda Dambo Ngugi. Yes, I have a lot of names, and I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. What I do is I basically sing and create. Um, I have a background in electronic media, so um, part-time I do graphics, um, I do editing, I do content creation for a radio station, and then on the side I also do music, I perform, I teach children music, um, performing and having fun doing music things. I write music, I <laughs> release music, I, I just do a whole bunch of music-y stuff. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. I'm really struggling to have a JD, but thus the diverse description of what i do fun fact about me hmm. i love cooking oh my goodness i love 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 cooking i'm those people who i go online and i find a recipe and i try it like you know like my family always joke about the fact that they miss me living at home because then i would whip up a three course meal for them and just be like i want people to eat and since my family only has boys and my mom uh that was kind of like living the dream for them <laughs> But anyway, that's a fun fact about me. I love reading. I love swimming. I love sleeping. Oh my goodness. Whoever created sleep needs to be blessed even more. I love sleeping. I love chilling. I just, apart from music things, I really just, I'm a normal person. I, and cleaning. Oh, I love cleaning the house. Uh, yeah, I love cleaning. Anyway, um, what inspires me is life and people and God. Um, what drives me is the fact that I kind of always feel like we have a timer in this life. Like um, we've been given a certain period of time that we need to accomplish a lot. And so it drives me to know that I have a purpose and I have something that I need to do that only I can do it in this time and in this season. And hopefully what I can do will change generations to come. I think that in, that drives me a lot. Um, what motivates me? assuming i am really going through a unmotivated phase is being loved on that motivates me like just knowing that i'm loved and can be loved being loved on by god <laughs> that one always works 
or just someone loving on you and just reminding you that you're okay that motivates me a lot of things motivate me this question is very complex but um what drives my music is i call them the chambers of my heart um my love for god my love for my country my love for people and my love for what i do so every song i create revolves around that um if you look at the first song i released rise again it's my love for my country it's social justice um because i believe god didn't make us people Christ- to become christians or god didn't call us to be one-sided beings that we only think that worship music is the only way that god has called us to to sing i believe god has called us to sing about the times to sing for change to sing about what he cares about and god cares about justice god god cares about um pe- his people being okay so we can talk about mental health using music um so that i would say that inspires my music yeah my music is like a concoction a cocktail of a lot of uh, musical influences that I have. I would say like recently I've been having a lot of afro infusion kind of um um songs that I'm writing. But before it was a little bit of country and rock and pop music kind of mix of that. It's just like a fusion of very many genres. Um yeah. Where did the passion come from? Like every musician says when I was a little girl My mother took me to Sunday school. And in Sunday school there we sang praises. And that is where it all began. <laughs> But like no 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 like on a serious note this thing I think the turning point for me was in 2009. Um my mom was forcing me to do a lot of musical stuff. Um I was in high school and I was introduced to a musician called Israel and he really spent time with me teaching me about songwriting and singing and I realized okay this is something I want, I want to do you know and then being in the choir and going for music festivals in fact I was kicked out of no I dropped out of the hockey team because I got hurt and I was just like singing has no injuries um ukipata injury ni kujitakia so I just you know I realized I can't do sports I can't I'm not smart book smart um so music is going to be my thing you know so i think that was like my turning point when i realized okay this is what i'm doing but like generally there's videos of me like being those children who when visitors come maybe come in and entertain the guests and you think me i was shy me i didn't hide me i was like let me put on my dress people I'm entertain you and you will be happy after this you know i was never like the shy kid um Yeah so that's that's basically it but I, like I officially began my music career seriously in 2016 like when I began my first concert that's when like I was just like okay this is a career let's work on it let's be get it together Using my voice for me most importantly is how much I feed on you know the way we are told out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks like i really take that um seriously so day to day you'll really find me reading a lot more than i'm speaking you'll find me soaking in a lot more listening to sermons um reading books um reading blog posts watching videos of other people and listening to people's journeys soaking that in marinating on it and then um converting that into what i produce you know um recently i've been surprised um so i teach a few students and two of my students are going through songwriting lessons and i was so surprised my student um decided the song for the month we're going to write is a social justice song and she was just like you keep now she's telling me i asked her why she's doing it and she's like you keep talking about the social justice and women empowerment and i just thought i need to talk about 
what women empowerment looks like in my perspective. Oh my goodness, me cried. I was just like, God, what are you doing me? I said, use me. I didn't expect this. <laughs> but you get what I mean. Like, that's day to day. It's the things I talk about. It's when I meet up with friends and we just talk about the things we're struggling with and how do we change it that's using my voice um using my voice in the small ways because a lot of like the music you hear when i've released comes from a discussion i had with someone somewhere you know it could be my husband it could be my friends it could be work like everything you you hear me pour out online there's a background to it like a conversation we've had so that's where i use my voice mostly um, with the people around me in my sphere of influence because I'm not here to change the world. I'm just here to change the people who are around me um, as they change me. The Expressions concert. Oh, that is my baby. Why I called it The Expressions is because I didn't... I didn't have a title to it. You know, there's the box for you're a Christian singer, so you only sing worship songs. And then here I am, I want to sing love songs and I want to sing songs about justice and I want to sing songs about empowerment. So I, I figured the expert, in fact, Aseli Mujukane is the one who gave me the name because we were brainstorming what are we saying in this concert? And we just realized I had many expressions of what life means to me. So we chose to call it the expressions. And ideally it's supposed to be an annual concert. Um, Corona did us a thing. It was supposed to be again last year and then this year. Ugh. Anyway, but God, God is in control. So he knows what he's doing. And so the expressions concert kind of began my music career and then I did a second one and then I realized oh my goodness I actually want to do this and I want to pursue this wholesome approach to music where I can sing love songs and heartbreak songs and I can still sing about my love and my relationship with God the good parts and the struggles I can still sing about my country the good and the bad and I can still sing about this journey of life that I'm on and still be a Christian you know um yeah and that's where Rise Again was born. Eh, Rise Again is my baby also. It's a heavy song. Um, really, like I said, everything that I pour out online began as a discussion. So around the time, I think it was 2018, January, there were a lot of rapes. And then there was Wendy, the musician, who was raped. And then there's like so many people who are being raped around me. And then there's a friend of mine who was raped by pastor. So I was getting really angry. Like, what can I do? Because everyone, when they come to me and tell me their experience, uh, uh, can, I, can I just say this? I really, I'm a good musician and um, I know how to express my emotions musically, but I don't know how to express it like physically. Like my emotion, <laughs> I never know what to do. So I was really struggling. So we had a discussion with my friend Nyokafi and we were just talking about how, what can we do? How can we change this? And we decided we're going to use art. So I spent time reading the Bible. What, God, what, what did you do about rape? You know, because that's where we begin. If you didn't do anything, who am I to do anything? So I realized God did a lot of things. In fact, a whole community was destroyed because they protected rapists. Ah, that was an amazing story. Anyway, so that's where everything began. And then I just found myself in studio one day because I was recording I Surrender at the time. Um, I Surrender, I've already released it, yeah. So I was recording I Surrender and I remember going into studio, I was supposed to do the instrumental workup. And then I just couldn't get past the fact that I'm hearing voices in my head. And so I was just venting to um, Smish, my producer. And Smish just started playing something. And then I just could hear the characters singing 
through me and i just sang it out um and then the spoken word i wrote it with my now husband then he was my boyfriend um with shingai also we sat down coffee dates and just went over what what do we want to say and then the african chants i called manasse in like to add african chants like that was like six months after writing the first part so it was a 16 month journey like it was a long journey because you can't just talk about rape um vilona jiskia you have to really think about how to package the information especially to a conservative community or country like kenya Yeah, and that's how Rise Again began and then it became a music video, it became an online campaign. I partnered with um Wangu Kanja to release the first ever rap app where you when you're raped, you can report and follow up with your case. Um that was amazing. We worked with different NGOs. I got to work with um Better for Kenya. Like it has just been a journey that I didn't expect would happen. There was also disappointments, my goodness. Can you imagine everyone I sent for a proposal to partner with the project rejected me, including hospitals. Like they just they they had meetings with me. They were like this is amazing. We want in. And then they just blue ticked me for weeks upon weeks. <laughs> so it was not like the easiest and then like i didn't have money it costed a lot to do that video and to pay every musician or, or every actor that was there um and then i just got patrons last minute who just believed in the project and just funded me yeah um <laughs> so what activism i do at the moment i think i do women empowerment or w- women activism because i believe there's so many issues to like if you just go into sgbv that's a whole lot of information that you know we can do activism about but really um because of my song rise again i do sgbv i do gbv generally i touch on it um but i just i'm passionate about women like i mentioned the challenges are many you know i think one of the biggest challenges i would say for this journey of activism and using music is people want to be entertained and forget their troubles and so when i'm coming here and i'm making them address their struggles you don't have people you don't you know like you don't wake up and want to listen to a song about someone who was raped and their struggle that's heavy you know so it has been hard to get people to be okay with listening and facing their challenges it's also been challenging mentally um Oh, one of the things that happened the day I released Rise Again is I was almost raped. Um and so I did a whole 6 month campaign and press tour struggling mentally not being able to walk walk around at night like I had an internal struggle which I couldn't talk about because at the time I believed that if I talk about this and say that I released a rape song and I was almost raped on the day. The subject especially for media would be the girl who was raped after releasing a song about rape. You get and then it becomes about me and not the issue and the people who are facing it. So we made a decision with my then boyfriend that um we're not going to talk about it in public until a specific time has passed so that we can protect the agenda of the song. um and so that it's not about me and also so that I can privately deal with stuff so I did counseling and that helped so that was a challenge mentally and honestly I do believe that we are all called to use our voice um to speak about issues in society there's a reason why god was so angry at the israelites being um being kept prisoners in egypt 
and released them for freedom. There's a reason why um, when we have books like Lamentations where it is just, this prophet is just talking about the things that are happening and he's complaining. God is caring about that. There's a reason why Proverbs and Psalms, a lot of it is just poetry of different challenges in life and God allowed us to see such things and God actually cares about such things. So we cannot just sit down and say, I go to church and I write music for church and that's enough. No, 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 no. God has called us to go out into the world. You know, when Peter was writing and addressing people, writing books and addressing people, he addressed even the small issues that seemed small. Like, why should women wear a veil? Because at the time, they needed to wear a veil just so that they can separate themselves from the other people. You know, it had a purpose. There was no use of talking about womanhood and how she needs to be gentle if all God cares about is the worship aspect, you know. So I believe God has called each and every one of us to to speak about the things that are happening because if those things don't align there are very many other things that won't align and then people are oppressed and god is not a god of oppression um the lessons i've learned in this journey let me just say the lesson i'm learning now is that i need to trust the vision god has given me and that's something i struggled with this vision is so huge and it's it's non-existent you know i no one has charted the path that i'm taking no one is talking about rape no one is you know so i'm i'm on uncharted waters and sometimes it's hard to trust that i'll be okay and this is what god wants you know so i'm learning that god wants me to trust that because he, he formed me in my mother's womb with a specific vision and he planted that vision and everything in my life has come together to bring me to this moment in life that everything else in the future will come together to take me to the next level um the other lesson is just to trust that i'll be okay I'm, that i'm okay that even when i'm going through the mental struggles it's okay to not be okay and i can get help but i'll be okay you know my new project perfect imperfections so because i'm passionate about um, women empowerment i decided i need education i need to learn but because i can't afford school right now and do a master's i decided i'm going to look for online courses that i can do and i stumbled on this online course for women empowerment it's an international course that brought women from different countries so one of the classes we were we always get homework every week it was a eight-week program so one of the classes were given homework to come up with a social media um, campaign revolving around body image and body liberation content and so my partner she's called florence she's from luxembourg we started talking about i, I was also going through a phase of um mentally struggling with suicidal thoughts and feeling like I don't deserve to live, um, that everything I'm producing is trash, that I am nothing, I'm not enough, you know. So I was going through a phase of wanting to get out of that hole I was in and wanting to live and wanting to accept myself for my failures and for my successes. So I was having a discussion with her about the feeling of almost being good enough or almost deserving love and almost... Uh, and just almost getting there like i'm almost going to break through the market and then i don't i'm almost a great musician i just don't do runs i'm almost beautiful i'm just uh i have a bit more fat than 
other girls who are deemed beautiful. So we wrote the song um, while we were thinking about where is this almost coming from. Um, and I realized it was just the things I've heard before um, from people um, saying that unaka um, poa leo ungeva belt na your dress you know ingekuwa poa sana so those things just festering and the devil just taking that and running with it and being like this is the jackpot you know um, so I wrote that song really it was a message to myself and for Florence it was to herself and then when we wrote the song and guys in class cried and then uh lecturers decided that y'all have to do this as a project and release it and all those things so about five six months later i released the song perfect imperfections um and you can find it on spotify these are on youtube there's a music video for it it's on itunes you can buy it on mook importantly support the artist buy it on mook just search libby in dumbo you'll find all my songs there it's just a hundred bob imagine you can get it there Moving forward, imagine expect me to overwhelm you with so much music. Um, I've decided I'm not going to wait for my breakthrough. I'm not wait, going to wait to get the right fans or to have the right band. As long as I can write music, I'm going to just record and release. So by end of April, I should be releasing another song. And in June and in August and in October, I have a whole year planned out of just releasing content for you. Um, you know, like I'm in that phase of, I'm going to give you because God, God has given me this vision. I'm going to release and release and release until you get tired of me or until I get tired and re- go back to my father in heaven. Really, up on to Mefika. Um, but yes, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm hoping to do a concert, but COVID, you know, we're just we're just there. Um, I also want to go back into church ministry. I have I had taken a break. Um, well, that's a whole story. I'd taken a break for about two years because the church I was in, um, kind, they kind of kicked me out using false information. And so I needed a break from church because I was wounded and I, I hated people in the church. I couldn't believe that 60-year-olds would go and claim such horrible things about me. Um, so I really want to go back into ministry. I just, I'm trying to figure that out. Um, yeah, so, but if you want to imagine to get updated on the things that I'm doing, it's very simple. Just follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. It's at Libby Dumbo. Um, or you can just go to YouTube, hit the bell button, subscribe, so that you get notifications of any content that's coming up soon. And finally, I would quote scripture because I love scripture. Um, and my favorite scripture that I hold on to um, as I'm pursuing this career, as I'm pursuing life and as I'm pursuing God is Proverbs 14.4. Where no oxen, the trough is clean, but increase comes by the strength of an ox. And I remember when I was given this scripture um, back in high school, I was just like, what? I don't understand. What are you saying? You know, but think about it like this. Back then, um, when they used oxen to plow the land, it would take them an acre or two acres in a day, you know. But if a farmer didn't have oxen, they would chimba with, you know, themselves with their jembe. And, but you, it would never come close to the one acre per day, you know. 
But you see, at the end of the day, when you have oxen, it means you have much more duties. When you have oxen, you have to clean the manger, you have to remove the poop, use it as manure, you have to clean them, you have to bring a bed, you have to make sure. Like there's so much that goes into maintaining an oxen just so you can have the benefit of going to plow the land at an easier rate. And so I remember my teacher telling me that, Libby, if you want... A certain standard of life if you want to achieve certain things the bad has to come with it if you think about it in relationships you can be single and no one will break your heart and no one will say something that hurts you or offends you no one you know you would have someone you have to constantly take care of but if you want the joy of having a partner in life and you want the joy of having someone to love and someone to build a future together you have to deal with the fact that they are imperfect people and that they'll hurt you Look at even your career. Libby, you want to be a musician or you want to be a digital strategist or you want to be a doctor. Fine. The benefits of that is you get a certain salary, you make impact in the world, but the bad things have to come with it. The struggles have to come with it. You cannot eat an Oreo without the white part. It's not an Oreo. You know, I hope you get what I mean. But like on a light note, at the end of the day, all the struggles you go through, um, the pain makes the joy or the lack of pain even more pleasurable when you when there's lack of um, struggle you will not enjoy the good things in life yeah so make sure that you appreciate the fact that you have an oxen and don't worry about the manger that you have to keep clean it's the same thing you think about it like babies or having a pet in the house. Your house will be very clean if you don't have a pet and if you don't have children. But if you don't have a pet, you don't have a companion. Or if you don't have children, you don't have um, someone you can look um, out for and train and train him up in the ways of the Lord and someone who can look like you and someone who's a representation of the love that you have with your spouse. You get what I mean? So all these things come together. For there to be peace, there has to be War. For there to be joy, there has to be pain. For there to be love, there has to be hate. Like all these things come together. And the day you accept that is the day I think you will you will be prepared to face this life. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much, Livy. Thank you for sharing your incredible journey with us. Thank you for your honesty and vulnerability in sharing your story and how you process life and some of the challenges you've experienced and just how you're using your voice to make an impact and bring about change in the world around you. Um, I love what she said, that using her voice for her is in the small ways, from conversations with friends, family, and just those around you. You know, we might not be able to change the world all at once, but I believe we can make an impact one conversation at a time. I really, really do believe in that. And all of us have a voice. All of us are saying something somewhere to people. The question is, how are you using your voice to change the world around you? Yeah? So... Thank you so much, Libby, once again, for being part of this podcast. Please go and check out her song, her new song, Perfect Imperfections on YouTube. Go and search Libby Dumbo. You'll find it there and on all major streaming platforms. And remember to follow her on social media at Libby Dumbo to stay updated on her new projects, even as we look forward to her new music this year. 
So, if you've been inspired by Libby's story, like me, I'd love to hear from you. You can always leave me a voice message, a review, or connect with me on social media. That's at Lifehearted Sessions on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can write to lifeheartedsessions at gmail.com and we can connect there as well. Remember, if you also want to have your story featured, please reach out and we can always work something out. Yes? Yes. So that's it for this week, guys. Remember to stay safe. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Live Hearted Sessions. You can also share with your friends, family, and everyone you would like to invite to this space of meaningful conversation. Remember to subscribe so that you never miss a moment. And be sure to tune in for the next episode. <laughs>